Welcome to the Truth About You podcast with me, Ali Knight, intuitive soul coach and empowerment alchemist. I'm here to share with you the truth about you and me and everyone. We dive deeply and quickly into who we really are at soul level and how it is to be human in this game we call life. This is the podcast for you if, like me, you are willing to question everything, release the conditioning that holds you back and really create the life you came here to love. So for the second time today, because I've already recorded this once and forgot that my microphone was on mute, let's talk about joy. Let's talk about the truth of joy. I want to start with a question. If you were to look across your average day or week right now, what percentage of it, what percentage of your waking conscious time would you say you spend in or with joy? I'm going to guess that for many of us, that percentage is not what you would rather it was. And what I'd love to do today today on this episode is to explore some of what joy is, how we find it, if we even need to look for it, and to really challenge your conscious choices, to challenge the conscious choices that you are making. Because let's face it, I think 100% of us would prefer to experience life through the lens of joy as opposed to experiencing life through the lens of struggle or hardship or heaviness or negativity. And so this concept of joy is one of the most important things when we're talking about soulful, intentional living, when we're talking about connecting with our inner truth. Because guess what? Joy is within us. We don't have to search for it anywhere. It's already there. Joy is also our birthright. None of us were born to have the shittest time ever. None of us were born in joylessness. If you think back or imagine yourself back to to babyhood, you're born joyfully. You're born with the ability to tune into your joy by some of the most basic things, feeding, sleeping, getting your bum changed, um having your caregivers bond with you. Joy is there waiting to be unlocked all the time. It's there within us. We do not have to rely or depend on other people or external factors in order to tune into joy. So let me give you an example. I've had a weekend this weekend in the sunshine with my kids, pottering about not having to be anywhere, do anything. We have, I've cut the grass. I've enjoyed the smell of the freshly cut lawn. 
We've hung out. We've paddled in the river. We have not forced a single part of the weekend. And we have all been able to experience joy a lot more easily, partly because of that and mainly because we have been present. You see, joy can only be found in the now. Let that just sink in a minute. Joy can only be found in the present. Even if, for example, we are recalling a joyful event, I don't know, a major celebration, a magical moment that's gone before, we're recalling the memory of that, but we're experiencing the joy in this moment right here as we recall it. So it is within us all the time, the ability to connect to joy. Now, we are able to connect more easily to joy when we're present because we are not distracted by thoughts of the past and what's gone before. We're not distracted by um, fast-forwarding into the future. We can find joy in the simplest, most basic of things, the more present we are. So, as I said, the smell of freshly cut grass for me is joyful joyful experience paddling in the river out in nature with my feet in the water my barefoot as always that's joyful for me but if I am doing those things with all of my thoughts projected into the future like the what is what should I make for tea what should I what's going to happen tomorrow what will become of situation x or um friendship why, then I'm not actually experiencing that current joy, am I? Instead, my attention is elsewhere. I can only experience the joy of those things that I know bring me joy if I'm in it, if I'm with it in the moment. And so what happens, I think, with so many of us is we spend so much of our time either living, our thoughts living in the past, going over and over things that have happened. Could we have done it differently? Should we have done it better? Oh, that was horrendous. Why did that happen? Or we spend a lot of our time with our thoughts in the future, looking at um, where am I going next? What will I do about that? What if this? Um, which way should that happen? We miss out on the very thing we're meant to be experiencing, which is the right here, right now. And so because we miss out on the right here, right now, we also bypass our opportunity to feel joyful. I'm really, really passionate about this subject because I don't know about you, but I'd much rather live my life through the lens of joy than the lens of fear, let's say. I'd much rather live my life through the lens of joy than the lens of anger. I'd much rather live my life through the lens of joy than the lens of scarcity. And so even though I logically know that that's 
the truth. That's my truth in that minute. Unless I'm present in this moment, I don't have the ability to feel any of that joy that is actually already in me. Now, that isn't to say that we're going to find everything we experience in life completely joyful. That would be a ridiculous thing for me to say because it's really valid that some things we do not find joyful. I do not find ironing joyful, as you know. I do not find um, going to the dentist joyful. I do not find um, unnecessary conflict joyful. I don't find um, judgment and drama joyful. And yet... Even in some of those moments that feel less joyful, if we can make ourselves fully present, if we can really come into ourselves, turn our gaze inward for a minute and not attach to the thoughts that we're having about the external situations, we have the capacity to elevate ourselves further towards joy even in those moments. So if I go to the dentist... What do I do? I accept that I'm going to the dentist, that I have work to be done. It's an ongoing issue for me. And I choose how I want to be. And then I make sure that I'm fully present in the moment. So that might mean um, doing some reflexology on my hands. It might mean tuning into my breath. It might mean chatting away with the dentist about the latest um episode of something on Netflix. Um, So even though the external isn't joyful, I can still tune into my joy. I might choose to do that thing where I recall a joyful memory so that I can experience the joy of it in this current moment. What happens in this fast-paced world that we live in, that we are conditioned to believe is the best way forward which as you know, I refute, what happens is we skip past a lot of opportunities to experience joy. I got up this morning, the sun was shining again. It was beaming through the slats in the blind in my bedroom. It was warm. It was bright. It was optimistic. If I'd have just taken no time to even notice that or acknowledge it because I was so forward focused in that moment, I wouldn't have experienced any of the awareness of the joy that that brings me. If I hadn't have stepped outside with no shoes on and gone to walk around the garden barefoot as I do most mornings, I would not have been present in the moment to experience the joy that comes from feeling free from not being strapped into shoes, from just taking 30 seconds for myself because it feels good. If I was forward focused, I'd be going, shit, 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 I've got to get the kids up. I've got to make their packed lunch. I've got to get them, make sure they get to the train on time. And I'd have skipped past all of those opportunities for joy. So this percentage that I've asked you to consider Whatever number came to you when I first asked that question is your number. Don't question it. That is your number. And I want to ask yourself whether that's okay with you. Is that enough? Does that feel good enough? Does it feel 
Right. If so, great. My guess is that for the vast majority of us, even those with really high joy percentages, we can still handle more joy. Who doesn't want more joy? Like, I don't know anyone that doesn't want more joy. And so the question becomes, how can I move the needle? How can I move the needle towards more joy? Even if it's by 1%, what might that look like? What sorts of things bring me joy? Do you even know? Some of us don't even identify with what feels joyful. We don't understand how that is for us. We are so stuck in our conditioned mind. We're so stuck in believing the thoughts that we're thinking that we forget to feel into the present moment. So how can you move your needle towards more joy? For me, that varies depending on the situation, but there are some things that I know will always help me feel joyful. One is connection with the right people. By the right people, I mean those people who I feel a strong connection with, who get me, I get them. It's reciprocal. We hold space for each other. Um, so connection is always going to be super important to me in terms of those joyful moments. Deeper, meaningful conversations linked to connection, but not, not exactly the same, but deeper, meaningful conversations where you really get to know who someone is or get to know their take on something. Give me that any day over the small talk about the bloody weather or whatever else, she says, having just started off the podcast talking about the sunshine. Um, what else brings me joy? Music, rest, reading, listening to something inspiring, looking at a photo on my phone that lifts me up, heading to the water, I, can, I could rattle off a list as long as my arm of the things that bring me joy. And you might be able to, to too, and that's amazing. And how often are you making that happen? How often are you tuning in to those joyful moments? How often are you aware of the opportunity to feel joyful at any time? How often are you prioritising joy? There's a question. We've forgotten how to have fun. Think back to when you were a kid with your hands in the sandpit or splashing around in a muddy puddle. You had taken on none of the must-dos, the shoulds, the conditioned thought by then. You were just present in the moment, experiencing that joy, that wonderment, that awe at how the leaves fell from the trees or the sound that a wooden spoon makes on the bottom of a saucepan. We forget, like, being in joy is, is a, a role function of being a child. It's a functional stage of child development. And I really want it to be a, I really want it to be a, a priority for us as adults to create those opportunities to feel the joy. Remember, it's there inside you already. The last thing I want to say is your joy is your responsibility. If we are waiting, if we're, if we're um, making our joy conditional on 
what goes on around us or who's in our world at the moment or how much money we're making or how many followers we've got on Instagram or how many likes we've got on a Facebook post or um, how much, I don't know, we've, we're, how much other people have validated us, then we're not in the present moment and we're giving away our power. You get to feel joy whenever you want to feel it. It's your responsibility to create those moments of joy or rather to tune into the now so that you get to experience them. When we live through the lens of joy, we can literally find wonderment in everything. The sunbeam coming through the clouds or the sound of children playing in the background or um, the breeze on our skin or, as I said, mowing the grass yesterday for me. (laughs) We get to feel this joy when we make a conscious choice to access it. Radical responsibility. Your joy is your responsibility. Don't wait for anybody else to provide joy for you. Don't wait for anyone else's presence or don't wait for the external situation to change before you choose joy. You have every right and you have all the responsibility to find that joy yourself. And I want to challenge you to do exactly that today. See how many moments you can access that joyful feeling in. You know what it feels like. You know what joy is. It feels really light. It feels bubbly. You might notice a smile appearing on your face. You feel a sense of opening up or expansion rather than constriction and contraction. How many moments can you find joy in today? The more present you are, the less in your head thinking about the past or thinking about the future you are, the more joy you are going to experience. The more joy you experience, the more joy comes towards you. Trust me. Your joy is your responsibility. Can you imagine a world where we were all really anchored into joy as a priority? How cool would that be? I know it's a world that I want to live in. And I know it's a world that I get to choose to create within me in any given moment. Can you say the same for you? Let me know what brings you joy. Let me know how joy feels for you. Let me know what your top three ways of being in joy are. Send me a message on Instagram or drop me an email. But let me know. The more we tune into joy, the more joy we feel, obviously. But the more joy we feel, the more joy gets shared as well. Think about it. So many of us can relate to the idea of watching someone else enjoy and sensing that ourselves. The more joy we take responsibility for feeling and creating, the more there's a ripple effect of joy that spreads out. How 
cool would it be to live in a world where we focus and prioritise joy? Loads of love. I'll see you soon. My love, thank you so much for listening. My biggest desire is that this episode of Truth has helped you connect even more deeply to yours. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd love you to share your truth by rating the podcast on whichever platform you use to listen. I'd really love you to connect with me on Instagram at Ali Knight Coaching or through the sign-up form on my website, alinightcoaching.com. And lastly, I'm sending you all my love as you peel back the layers and reveal the most beautiful and sacred part of you, your truth.